0: You are listening to the Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program on KDNK Community Radio. This is Brain Garden, a monthly collaboration between ASYAP and my organization, Kangel's Connection. The mission of Brain Garden is to start conversations on topics that our youth are experiencing. Conversations create a dialogue for healing and offer resources for other community members in need. These students are opening their hearts and stories to help facilitate conversations in our community. I'm your host, Janelle Hildebrand, and I'm the founder of Cangels Connection, Inc., also referred to as the Kangel Connection Foundation. I started Cangels Connection in 2019 after my son Kane passed away from an accidental drug overdose on June 20th of 2018 at 24 years old. Cangel's Connection mission is to be the hub of connecting resources to the people in need. I felt alone as a parent of a struggling young man, and I didn't have the resources for myself or for Cain. My website is c-a-i-n-e dot c-a-i-n-e g-e-l c-o-n-n-e-c-t-i-o-n dot org. And I have a list of resources that is continuously growing. I became connected with ASYEP through KDNK. And And if you're a teen listening and would like to share your story and offer some resources, please contact Janelle Hildebrand at J-E-N-X-T-R-E-M-E-S-K-I at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes to listen to one of our upcoming conversations. Welcome. You are tuned in to Brain Garden. I'm Janelle, your host, and I've got a special guest. Would you introduce yourself?
1: Um, my name is Matea Annawald. I am from Glenwood Springs, and
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> Glenwood Springs is awesome. Um, you go to high school in Glenwood. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about who you are. Um,
1: I am a. I'm an athlete. I mean, obviously, I go to school, so <laughs> I go to school. Um, I play basketball and volleyball, and I picked up tennis a couple years ago to play with my mom. Um, I spend a lot of my free time in the gym playing sports, so there's not a lot of that. But when I do have free time, I go out and I spend it with friends, and we'll go to, like, the pool or the movies and stuff like that. Um, I have two older siblings and two younger siblings. I have two dogs and... A relatively large family. <laughs> um, my dad is one of five, and my mom is one of six. So there's a lot of family out there.
0: That's a great thing. <laughs> you know, there's so many people that don't have those large families. I like you. My mom's the oldest of 12. So I have a large family. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. As much as it's chaotic, and there's times where you're like, oh, I just want to be by myself, it is pretty special.
1: It is. It's nice. Yeah.
0: So sports, you've always been in sports, I'm guessing. Yes. Um, Yeah. And um, your mom and I, I know Matea's mom, we play tennis together. (laughs) So welcome to Mm -hmm. the tennis community, which is just a really fun group of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So studies. Tell me about kind of your plans. You know, you're a senior this year. Mm -hmm. So what's your plans looking forward?
1: Um, I want to go into child psychology. I um kids and just like being around them is just something that I've always enjoyed. I like like just listening to them and just interacting with them. I think it's just a really cool thing. And then so that's like the child part of it. And then psychology, I just I watch a lot of crime shows where people try and figure out like why people do what they do, and I find that like very interesting. And I know that psychology helps a lot of kids out there that don't necessarily get the help that they need. And I think that that's just something that I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of helping those kids that don't have the help that they need.
0: I think that's brilliant. I mean, that's just like it kind of gave me shivers in a sense because that's where we lack, I think, in my own non-PhD brain is we just really need to start with our youth. I think there's a lot of undiagnosed things that are – are going on within people, and youth don't know how to even express that or say mm-hmm. this. We don't even know right from wrong. We're just still kind of developing. And I think as a parent, I can only speculate that you, you want to just – you love your child so much, and you don't know what to do, and where do you go? We live in a rural area. Mm-hmm. Cities maybe have a little bit more resurs- resources than we do, but yeah. I think that's really special. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I was curious as to, you know, what drove you, but I'm kind of a crime show junkie myself. <laughs> Yeah. So I get I get you now. I get that. Yeah. So kind of brought you on, we wanted to talk about you and spotlight you um and I really want to kind of talk about through your life you have had obstacles and I know that we kind of spoke briefly earlier but let's touch base on an obstacle that you've kind of had to overcome.
1: Um I, so my sophomore year, while in, like, right in the middle of volleyball season, I went up and landed on another girl's foot underneath the net and rolled my ankle, and I was out for the season, and so being um, someone that plays sports and just, like I said, a lot of my free time is spent in the gym, it was definitely hard to, like, realize that my ankle was the reason that I wasn't out on the gym floor anymore, and it's just... I don't know. It was um. It was a little depressing, and just getting to watch everyone else enjoy it and not necessarily be out on the court myself was hard. But I mean, it was something that I was able that was able to be healed. So I sat out and I waited, and I spent the remainder of the season on the bench. But you know, I still had two more years, so I wasn't super worried about it. And now I'm back and better than ever.
0: That's good. But during your process of getting. To where you are now, mm-hmm. you had to go through some mental doors that you had to open and close. Um, I find it being a young athlete too, and have had some injuries. Is it's really hard to sit on the bench and mm-hmm. and stay positive? And you're wishing you're you're out there doing it, but at the same time, you have to be a really good teammate. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about some of the things you had to work through mentally while you were sitting on the bench being that teammate?
1: Um, I think just sitting on the bench, I mean, you have to cheer on your teammates and you have to be excited whether you're on the court or not. Um, I do think that I um, I smile a lot more than your regular kids, so I enjoy, like, just the little things. And so I think that sitting out wasn't exactly, like, like it was a big deal and it was hard, like, mentally and physically, and I went home a lot of nights quite, like, upset that I wasn't able to play and I just wanted to get better. But I do think that if you hmm, – I like to just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I would talk to, like, friends, and I'd be like, like, it's okay. Like, I'll be back. It's fine. It's whatever. And I just kind of, like, let it let it push away and just kind of focused on, like, other things that were going on. So, like, school and whether we won the last game or whether we were going to win the next game kind of thing. So I just – didn't focus on like how it was making me feel, but rather just the recovery part of it and mm-hmm. then focusing on how I felt like afterwards because I knew that at some point I would be back.
0: So it was really, really powerful, the power of shifting your thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's – a lot of people don't even think that about that, but we're all doing that, but that's really – that's really a strength Mm -hmm. because you're focusing on what you can do and not on what you can't do. And you knew that you would recover from it, but sometimes it feels like to people that you'll never recover. So Mm -hmm. good job on being a leader. That's true (laughs) leadership right there.
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, So part of the homework here, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know if you call it homework, radio work Mm -hmm. is um, picking a song choice. So did you come with a song?
1: I came with the song Unstoppable by um Sia, I think is how you say her name. Yeah. Um it's a song that I listen to like it's on my playlist, so it pops up every now and then, but then there are times where like like after practices, if I've had like a bad day or something like that, where I'll just kinda play it and I'll just kinda listen to it and I'll just jam out, I'll turn it up as loud as I can and I'll just sing along to it. And I think that it really it really helps you remember that like Kind of you are the only person that are standing in like your way. And I think that that's just just a good song to listen to when you're not quite feeling it, when you're not feeling good.
0: I like that. We all need a song like that Mm -hmm. that gets us pumped. That says, you know what, I'm not going to let myself stop myself. So I'm excited to hear it. Um, And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Brain Garden. And we have Matea on air and we're talking about obstacles. We're talking about sports-related injuries and how we overcome that. We're talking about future goals. Um, Matea, thanks for spending some time and thanks listeners for tuning in. And I think we should listen to the song.
3: Smiles. on what it takes to fool this town. I'll do it till the sun goes down and all through the night time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll tell you what you wanna hear. Keep my sunglasses on while I shed a tear. It's now the right time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I- I'm today. unstoppable today. I'm unstoppable today. I'm unstoppable today. I'm unstoppable today. Break down, only alone. I will cry out now. You'll never see what's hiding now. Hiding out deep down. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've heard that to let you feel in the show. All right
0: And that was Unstoppable by Sia. Matea, great choice. I, I feel like you're going to be an unstoppable force. <laughs> I really feel it. And if you're just tuning in, this is the Brain Garden. I'm your host Janelle and Matea is our special guest. And we're talking about obstacles you know, that Matea has overcome, which was a sports injury. So I'd like to kind of talk a little bit about um, I want to kind of move to your goals, Matea. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about three goals in the next five years that you're you're thinking about or you have on your list
1: um I don't know if I have goals that are like super specific but I do know that like obviously I want to be a child psychologist so that's like a goal to work up to is like all the school that that requires and like you know just learning about it and moving through it and then graduating um I think graduating college is a big goal to have and something to kind of look forward to and work towards. Um, and then I think just another goal is just like staying positive. I'd like to just not let anything stop me. you know I just I want to have fun. I don't want to ha- I don't want to be someone that like goes towards something that they think they like and then they don't like it and then just kind of like give up. I want to be someone that just kind of keeps going and just stays happy and has fun with everything that they do.
0: I like that turning because life throws curveballs at you constantly. Mm-hmm. And and if you could take that curveball and shift that energy, which I think sports has probably has helped you already do that. Yeah, very um, much so. I think that's that you'll have no problem obtaining your goals. I always say when I'm working as in my nursing career, I would say, let's make your goals obtainable. So you have your short term goals like, hey, I got to get through this test and I got to study mm-hmm. or. I have a project I'm working on, and I want to finish that. Now you have this college. This is a big goal. It's going to require a lot of dedication and commitment, and and I just feel like you'll do great. Do you think that playing a sport has helped develop that goal?
1: 100%. I think that being able to just, like, go through a long day at school, whether you had a good day or a bad day. And then, I mean, a lot of people play sports because – they like it or because they have a lot of friends in it and I have both (laughs) I like every sport that I played and I have a lot of friends in each so I think that if you had a bad day at school to just kind of walk through those gym doors and just be like okay this is like a new day it's a new practice it's something different and to just like focus on that rather than like everything else that's going on in life I think that's something that a lot of people don't know that they need just that outlet
0: it's a really good outlet. We all carry energy, whether it's positive or negative, but it's just we need to displace that energy somewhere. So I think sports and working out and anything that you do, if it's physical, I think that's a great way to channel energy and to recharge your battery. It's weird, but we have to expend energy to kind of regain it. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm proud of you and I'm proud of what you've accomplished so far. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Um Any other um, insights or thoughts about somebody that might have an injury related to a sport and maybe any thoughts or insights that you could pass on to them if they're listening um, on how they can overcome a sports injury?
1: Um, I would say that if you're hurt while playing sports, that you should just kind of focus on getting better and not – like say you rolled your ankle like I did, focus on getting better and getting back into the gym rather than focusing on like, oh, it's only going to take, it's going to take two more weeks. Like that is such a long time. Just focus on like, oh, okay, it's going to be two more weeks and then I'll be back and then I'll get to do what I want to do. Um, I'd say don't focus on like the negative parts of it. Like, oh, that hurts. Ooh, this, like whatever, this hurts, that hurts. I would just kind of focus on like moving forward and pushing past what hurts because you know it's going to get you better and, it's, and you know that it's not going to hurt soon. And I think just not focusing on the injury itself, but rather what will happen after the injury once you come back, I think that's a big part of moving past getting hurt.
0: I think the mental, the brain power we talked about earlier is focusing on what you can do, what we can do right now and staying connected i think uh, not isolating maybe staying connected being going to your team practices Mm -hmm. showing up for your teammates right yes and that will be reciprocated from your teammates to you down the road so yeah i think uh that's a great message and so you got your goals we talked about the sports injuries we talked about studying child psychology um which is part of your goal but also like just really intriguing um And if you're in need of a resource, we do, there are so many resources out there. You can go to my website, which was mentioned on the intro, but I'll, it'll be, I'll mention it again before we close. Um, That has, I have a hub of resources for so many different things that I've collected over the last four years. Um, But for students, always go to your, um, to your school counselor They'll have a whole plethora of resources for you. Mm-hmm. And and before we close our conversation today, do you have a capstone project that you're working on?
1: I do. Um, so the Liberty Classical Academy down in um, Newcastle, our C-team volleyball coach is actually a teacher there. And just kind of going along with that kid kind of vibe that I want to move into, I went and taught a class out at her school. Um, It was a bunch of four and five year olds, so it's like the younger kids, which I enjoy. Um, And I went out there and I sat with her through class and I got to know the kids and then I went out back again and I read them books and we learned about like the Chinese culture because they had a student whose mom was from China. And I just, I taught the class and we went through their daily, just kind of everythings and I read them the books and we learned how to count to 10 in Chinese. And that was it. So I went. Oh, my God. That is so
0: fun. Mm -hmm. And do you remember how to count to 10 in Chinese? I don't. Dang (laughs) it. Dang it. I was really hopeful. (laughs) But that's really fun. So you taught taught the class. You got Mm -hmm. to spend the time with the kids. And what did you learn from that?
1: I learned that being around that younger, those younger kids and just like being there and teaching them new things and kind of going through what they're learning with them is just something that I that I really enjoy. Like I could spend all day around kids. I know a lot of people don't like don't like the kids, but I could spend all day with them and I think that that's just that's good because getting to go spend a lot of time with a bunch of kids that, you know, I don't really know is kind of more towards that child psychology and just kind of realizing how much that I think I'm actually going to like going into that.
0: I think I think <laughs> you're going to be magnificent. Do you think having siblings helped helped with the kid liking?
1: Um probably, yeah. I mean, I have <laughs> I have two younger ones, so there was a lot of like babysitting that. Mm-hmm. But then um my older sister has two kids and my older brother's got three, so when we do like family trips and family get-togethers, I'm I'm the babysitter. I'm the kid that hangs out with all the little ones so that nobody else has to.
0: Well, thank God. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone needs one of you. How do I get one? <laughs> <laughs> no, really, you are you are magnificent. It's been such a pleasure and an honor just getting to know you briefly and, and having a conversation on the Brain Garden with me. Um, so we want to wrap up with a positive message for the listeners. So what positive message do you have for those that are listening right now?
1: Um, I think just for anything that you're going to go for, focus on the outcome rather than like the steps that it takes to get there. I think the outcome has a big part or not the outcome the steps have a big part into like where you're gonna get and if they're hard or if some steps are taller than others i think that if you just focus on like what you're gonna get at the end that's a big part of moving through all your obstacles and all your all your bigger steps
0: i think that's a great message focus on the outcome and not how difficult the outcome is Mm -hmm. just focus on it because you'll get there no matter what right and What did my mom always say to me when I was young? Whatever you put your mind to, you can do. And, you know, we always kind of giggle and laugh. But that's actually Mm -hmm. a powerful message. So Mm -hmm. you just wrapped that up in a different way. Um, So um, I let's review again. Oh, you know what? I am going to just kind of freestyle this, guys. Thanks, listeners, for going with it. Tell me about what you view what one of your really good strengths are.
1: Um, I would think that like staying positive and keeping that smile oh, smile on my face is something that I'm really good at, whether or not like I'm having a bad day or not. I think that like listening to my friends and helping them out is just, I just stay positive. I don't I don't like to focus on all the negatives and stuff that happens throughout the day. I like to just kind of move those out of the way and focus on what's going to happen next.
0: So that is a strength. So like if you were going in basketball and you missed that shot and you had gotten that shot a million times, mm-hmm. you just say, all right, just wasn't my day. Yep. You say, I, I got the that. next one. Move don't, on. Don't have a tantrum and get like <laughs> mad about it and smash the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we could all learn more from you, Matea, really on a serious note. And then – um. Is there a challenge wrapping up your senior year? Is there a challenge of school or studies or, like, a class that you kind of like, wow, oh, that was going to be a really tough one? Is there a challenge that you're going through kind of in the last stage of your high school years?
1: Um, Yeah, actually, my math class pre-calc, it's kind of kicking my butt right now. And I, <laughs> I'm working on it, and I'm going in, and I'm talking with my teachers, and I'm working with other students and putting time aside to just kind of focus on it a little more. But it's definitely been probably – the hardest math class that i've gone through so
0: so you're taking steps Mm -hmm. working hard with your teacher going above and beyond to get through this class and all you got to do is pass it Mm -hmm. and then you can move (laughs) forward um um so i've had such a great conversation with you Uh, we're going to wrap it up
3: Mm
0: -hmm. and close it up thanks for your positive message listeners again this is the Brain Garden. This is Matea and her message and my message, too, because I'm joining forces, is focus on your outcome and stay positive because no matter what, you're going to get there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And thank you for listening. And it is snowing outside. It's like somebody shook the snow globe. <laughs> um, and please, if you like the show, you can tune in the fourth Wednesday of every month to listen to The Brain Garden. You can also go back and listen to other shows. It's on Spotify, Google. It's on kdnk.org under Public Affairs, Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program, and uh, kane.kangelconnection.org. You can find any resource you need right now. So thank you.
1: Thank you.